Hey, Bum here. Uh, just before we get into this week's episode, I noticed some uh, audio technicalities that were sort of messing up some of the audio that we recorded during this episode. Uh, so if you hear some buzzing or crackling, uh, I just sorry, it, our mic wasn't behaving as well as it should have been. Uh, but yeah, sorry about that. Welcome to So There Was, a weird history podcast. Each episode will feature us talking about outrageous events or people in history. But the twist is, one of us is telling a fabricated story while the rest are telling the truth. And near the end of each episode, the group will vote on whose story they think is the fake one. I'm Ivan. I'm Davis. And I'm Bum. And welcome to the So There Was podcast, a weird history slash we don't know what else it is podcast where we discuss true facts and falsehoods. <laughs> okay, Davis, uh, give us some uh, some fact or fiction, why don't you? All right, you guys, I'm going to give you three juicy facts that are possibly fake, and you have to tell me as fast as you can whether they're fact or fiction. It's fake. Fact number one, it takes seven years to digest gum. It's fake. False. You guys are correct. Uh, the chewy base of gum is indigestible and passes straight through. The remainder is absorbed. Okay. Uh, how about this one? The brain is our fattiest organ. It's false. Uh, I'm going to say true. Bum is right. Uh, it's composed of nearly 60% fat. Huh. So the brain is the fattiest organ, apparently. I took an anatomy class. <laughs> Did they not teach you about no, the brain No, I'm pretty fat? sure. I just forgot. Okay. Uh, the last fact is iguanas have three eyes. I'm going to say true. I think some species... I don't know if it's an iguana specifically, but... I'm going to say true for I'm that. pretty sure one of them has a third eye, but, like, it doesn't work. Okay, so it is true. Two yes. normal, it has two normal eyes and a third eye on the top of its head that only perceives brightness. Yeah, only perceives brightness. Uh, what kind of iguana is that? Just the iguana in general. Oh, really? All, All iguanas? iguanas have that. Apparently, yeah. If it's an iguana, it has three eyes. <sighs> That's weird. Let me look this up. Google apparently says it's true. So and therefore Google, it's true. <laughs> if Google says it's true, it must be true. All right. Okay, um, I guess I'll start us off. So, there was a super kangaroo. Okay, so it all started in Queensland, Australia, on September 29th, 2018. Uh, when, <laughs> yeah, when Australian police officer Malcolm Rudd was attacked by a kangaroo. Hmm. So, officer Malcolm Rudd and his partner, Pete Turnbull, were sent out to a- retrieve an escaped kangaroo from a shelter. The kangaroo's name was Jerry, with a G, <laughs> and it escaped the night before, and personnel who worked at the shelter reported that the chain-link fence and barbed wire at the top that uh, encased the kangaroo were warped and chewed up, Whoa. as if the kangaroo had, like, kicked it and chewed it up with its teeth. <laughs> and so they guesstimated that it, like, chewed it a bit and then, like, kind of hopped over the fence. So, Officer Rudd and his partner soon found Jerry, who was eating some metal in a local <laughs> junkyard. What? So, they reported seeing the kangaroo, like, in a corner, eating some some of this, this rusty metal in a junkyard. And so, Officer Rudd, who feared for the animal's health, because, like, you know, it's bad to eat metal. Unless a you're kangaroo. a goat. Yeah. So, he went near it to try to capture Jerry, but... Jerry turned on Officer Rudd and kicked and bit at him and caused all sorts of injuries. Killed him. No, but he was <laughs> kicked and 
punched to near unconsciousness Whoa. by nice. Jerry. K.O. Uh, <laughs> his partner, a Turnbull, then called in backup and animal control, and Jerry was sent back to the shelter where he was treated. Rudd was hospitalized and suffered multiple concussions from the animal's kicks. What? But it didn't end there. On October 15, just three weeks after being caught, Jerry broke out again using the same method of jumping over the fence. What a weirdo. This time, the victim was poor Linda Smith, a longtime citizen of Queensland. Uh, Linda was known to feed kangaroos and wallabies, but the one that came to her was not a friendly one. Uh, she had emergency surgery after she was attacked by Jerry, wow. who is a six-foot kangaroo. Oh, man. I didn't jump over it. Super ripped. Uh, An absolute it, unit. Yeah, have you seen them powerful legs, though? <laughs> <laughs> so if it's six-foot... Jumped over a nine-foot fence. Dang, that's strong, though. Well, like, jump slash climbed oh. up. You think it's weird? <laughs> it just jumps halfway <laughs> yeah. and crawls over. Uh, so Linda received a collapsed lung, broken ribs, cuts, and scratches after the animal turned on her as she attempted to protect her husband. Uh, so the 64-year-old and her husband, Jim Smith, are wildlife carers who feed around 30 kangaroos and wallabies at their 60-acre property. But... Unfortunately, Jerry was not a friendly kangaroo that came no to him. No kidding. And here's a quote from uh, Linda Smith who said, I'm going to do this in an Australian accent. Should I do this? <laughs> Please no. Uh, how, wait, how's, how's that go? Please don't. So this kangaroo Shut came it, in no, and I thought stop. it was golly gosh, one of the kangaroos we have raised. He was a huge gray and would have been at least six foot. So that's by Linda stop. Smith. <laughs> that's that's no. probably accurate. Okay, let me just read it again, except in a normal voice. <laughs> so, she said, This one kangaroo came in, and I thought it was Golly Gosh, one of the kangaroos we have raised. And Golly Gosh is the name of uh, one of the kangaroos that uh, they care for. Oh, I thought she was, like... No, no, the, the name oh, of the... Golly Gosh. The name of the kangaroo is Golly Gosh. And he was a huge gray and would have been at least six foot. And fortunately, Linda Smith uh, survived her injuries and... Jerry was finally taken in a second time and was set uh, out into the wild soon after that, far from Queensland. <laughs> so, yeah, and I haven't uh, looked further if any other attacks have happened by Jerry. But this is just one of the several attacks done by kangaroos on people. Not that they're dangerous yes. or anything, but just a few, like if they're provoked or if they're just really mad. Mm. And so... My sources are by Empire News, police, police officer in Australia beaten by wild kangaroo. Uh, that was posted on September 30th, 2018. And Queensland woman attacked by kangaroo after trying to save husband speaks for the first time. And that's by news.com.au. And the subtitle for that is, A woman left with collapsed lung after trying to save her husband from huge kangaroo has issued a plea from her hospital bed. Hmm. And All yeah, right. those are my sources: uh, news.com.au and Empire News. Seems legit. I believe it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it too. I'll allow it. Well, that was a very interesting wildlife story. Yeah, you could tell it was, it was pretty jumping. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, my story is a bit more uh, has a bit more bloodshed. Oh, and oh, a no. bit more deadly. I mean, there was already enough bloodshed in the first. Oh, uh, but uh, be prepared for some more. 
so there was this time in California where grizzlies would fight bulls in an all-out brawl to the death to determine who was the deadlier beast. So they would just like set up this whole contest and whatnot. Basically, yes. So yeah. uh, imagine. It's the early 19th century, the time of cowboys, railroads, and gunfights at noon. Cattle roam the Midwest prairies while bears prowl the forest valleys. And that rhymes. That's no. <laughs> I didn't mean it to nice. rhyme. Okay, so in the 19th century, California grizzlies were the most sought-after beast for their intrinsic fighting qualities, especially when coerced into combat with a bull. So this kind of like bullfighting tradition was, well, not bullfighting, but animal fighting tradition was built uh, was brought over by you know Spanish uh, cowboys to California around uh, the time of the Wild West and this huge fad swept over small cities and towns that peppered the valley and coastal cliffs of California huh. so this you know this is where the blood sport would be taking place in these small uh, rural towns hmm. it, they called it bear baiting and it was brought over by conquistadors, but the uh, sport conquistadors. Okay, so, so the bear, this bear baiting thing was brought over to California by conquistadors, uh, but the sport itself was as old as Rome. So to start off uh, farther back in the Middle Ages in London, they would build these huge amphitheaters that were known right. as bear gardens to host these uh, bear brawl events. Hmm. But in the Wild West, these venues were more temporary and crude, they were often known as pits, and they were arenas that were built together haphazardly, you know, with splitboard fencing and heavy logs and adobe. Photoshop. No, the mud. <laughs> but yes, the Photoshop, maybe. And they would, like, build race platforms for uh, women and children to watch. And uh, men on horseback would ride around outside the barricades with mm. lassoes, rifles, and revolvers just in case the bear crawled out and turned its, uh, its maw Onto its uh, Owner. owner's uh, face. Yes, owner's face. Often they would have a single grizzly fight many bulls at once because, you know, it was like a huge betting thing and there would be home teams and everything like that. Um, sometimes the, the bull would come off victorious, uh, but other times, most of the time, the, the bear would win depending on the age of both, <laughs> both beasts. Oh, well, interesting. Yeah, that does make sense yeah, because the bear can like... Go on its hind legs yeah. and scratch and whatnot. Yeah, and scratch down. It would also, like, kind of parry the lunge of the bull and mm. snap down on its neck. So it's a pretty gruesome sport. Ooh. But, yeah, that's that's my story. My sources was a book by Jeremy Agnew called Entertainment in the Old West and an article by the uh, called The Brutal Bull and Bear Fights of the 19th Century California by Jake Lee Hain. Okay. Cool. Nah, well, that is that is savage. So like gladiatorial fights, but for basically, beasts. but worth beasts. Damn, that's so animalistic. Why do they have to treat them like animals? Wow, that was a very uh, appalling tale. Ha ha ha! No, no, it was a good tale. I, I didn't. It um, was quite terrible. It, <laughs> it was a good a, tale because you know bears no, that, have no, bears have tails. They eat soda bowls. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So my story is called Wolf Wage, and I almost said rage, but it's not, I don't have a lisp or anything. So there was a time in Hollywood where a dog made more money than a human. Hmm. And uh, yeah. So we all know of the classic movie The Wizard of Oz, starring Judy Garland, and where her character Dorothy is whisked away to a magical land of fantasy. Yeah. But whatever. So uh. 
Yeah, we all know that whole story. Uh, I haven't personally watched the movie, but I hear it's great. <laughs> but besides a bunch of other horror stories that are behind the scenes of that uh, movie, The Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot, yeah. There's a lot of messed um, up stuff. A lot of messed up stuff. But one of the other messed up... Well, it's not that messed up. Well, te- technically it is. So we all know uh, Judy Garland's character, Dorothy. But uh, there was also that faithful companion that she had throughout the entire movie, which was, of course, a Cairn Terrier named Toto. So out of all of the other characters in The Wizard of Oz, the dog Toto was, believe it or not, hired last. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, Terry, which was the dog's name that played Toto, was directed on set using hand signals from her owner, Carl Spitz. The dog had seen other gigs on a film set before, so this wasn't too much trouble for her. And this is quoted straight from a site called CBR, which is Comic Book Resources. It doesn't make much sense. But yeah, it's quoted as, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer producers offered her owner, uh, Terry, a contractual agreement that included a salary of $125 per week for the services of this dog, which Carl Spitz gladly accepted. And yeah, uh, Garland, Judy Garland was paid $500 a week, while Terry, the five-year-old Cairn Terrier, made $125. Interestingly enough, there was such a desperate search for a dog that looked like Toto that uh, Terry's owner and trainer, Carl Spitz, likely could have held out for more had he known how desperate the studio was. Oof. Yeah, like, you know, $125. It was technically the owner that was being paid, but like, you know, it's, it's still going to like the trust fund of Terry. <laughs> So you're all probably wondering if Terry was paid 125, who was the person that was getting paid the least? Well, it was in fact the extras that played the miniature people of the Munchkins. Huh. And they were being paid. Ten Drumble, please. <laughs> Could you put that in post? You know, like. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay, so I did a little. <laughs> <laughs> they were being paid. One hundred dollars. Oh. Now, of course, this makes sense because if you if you watch the scene, like I I watched it on YouTube, there's like I don't know, several hundred of uh, these midgets running around on screen. Uh, I think the the word is dwarves. Yeah, dwarves. No, no, no midgets. <laughs> I, it's the other way around. It. Vertically challenged people. So yeah, there was a bunch of these extras on set. So uh, Terry was a very rare species of dog that was needed for the role of Toto. It could have gotten a golden retriever, in my in my opinion. And while it may have seemed unfair that a dog would be paid more than a human being, there were 124 extras hired for the roles of the munchkins. So technically, it kind of evened out, kind of. Wait, so were they just paid $100 flat or $100 an hour? $100 for the whole movie. <laughs> $100 no, for a week. $100, I believe... Yeah, yeah, it was uh, so like 125 an hour for the dog and 100, 100 just 100 for the extras. Uh, the extras. Oh wow, an hour. I mean, but uh, I think their manager did get a 50 percent commission. So <laughs> technically, they were being paid 50, but but they are extras, and you know there was like 124 of them. Oof. So economically. The dog was being underpaid. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, yeah, so my sources are The Vintage News, uh, the title, The Dog Played by Toto. It was written by Brad Smithfield on September 5, 2016, and my other source that I previously mentioned was CBR, Comic Book Resources, and the title uh, was Judy Garland Paid Less Than Toto in The Wizard of Oz, which was written by Brian Cronin on April 22, 2015. So Julie Garland was not 
paid less than Toto. Nope. Wow, all of our stories have animals in them. <laughs> what, what a coincidence. Oh, yeah, yeah, the kangaroo. Can- I had kangaroos, uh, Ivan had dogs, and uh, Davis had bears and bulls. Oh, my. And people. Oh, my. Oh, dang, I missed it. Uh, okay, it's time for us to discuss between ourselves uh, who is the truther and who is the liar. And it's up to uh, you, the listener, again, to uh, figure out who is lying and who is telling the truth. Yeah, if you figure out, uh, make sure to call this number. Uh, 911. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we'll be back right after these messages. One message, particularly. Hey, Bum here, just popping back in once again to give a huge thank you to our listeners for supporting us, for just listening to the So There Was podcast. Once again, 2020, New Year, hopefully uh, we'll make some better changes to the So There Was podcast to just give you guys a better experience listening. So thank you for that. Thank you for supporting us on CastBox and for subscribing and just giving us a like and Please uh, tell your friends or anyone else who's interested in uh, weird news or weird history or people of interest. And if you're a new listener just listening in on this episode, I just want to uh, just thank you for using your time to listen to uh, us. Now let's hop on to our sponsor of this week's episode of the So There Was podcast, Blue Tape. Uh, thank you once again, Blue Tape, for coming out and uh, just supporting us and giving us money. But yeah, buy blue tape at your local hardware store or wherever you get your supplies. It really does help a great deal. I I personally think it's better than duct tape. And also it's blue. Uh, But yeah, thank you blue tape for taking us under your wing and supporting us through this journey. And uh, let's get back into the podcast. Okay, and we're back. Uh, our discussion has ended, and it's time to uh, figure amongst ourselves who is the liar. And I will give my reasons first. Uh, so I believe it is Davis Oof. that is the liar who has the fake story. Uh, that's only because uh, Ivan's story... Um, so it's about Toto, Terry, right? Just earning more money than... The, the midgets. The, the midgets. I mean, excuse me, vertically challenged. Right. And that, that's super straightforward. And your, like, your titles, right, uh, were, like, Terry the Dog and Wizard of Oz, right? And other that stuff. So it doesn't really seem that crazy. And if you were the faker and if you were, uh, if you did have a fake story to tell us, I would think that you would have at least embellished it a bit more than that. But since the story that you told us isn't really that crazy, I don't think you were the liar. But uh, Davis's bears fighting bulls seems a bit outlandish. I mean, you would have to go through the trouble of capturing bears and sending them on bulls, and that doesn't really seem kind of smart. Well, that's what cowboys did back then. Well, I mean, it kind of seems a bit bit stereotypical, too. I mean, like, bulls, you kind of need bulls plowing the fields and working taking care of the livestock and you, you know bears like if you just have like a, a bull against a bear and say the bull wins it tears up all that good skin and fur and like just kill the bear and take his skin and meat if you want to so it seems a bit kind of a waste of both bull and bear and yeah that's it ivan go okay so i'm really torn in between the two of y'all 
Yo. Because, like, I kind of agree that with Bum that Davis's story is a little outlandish. But then again, I had the Wild West uh, topic. And mine was about camels. And y'all thought I was crazy. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was something that I've never heard of before. So, I can give Davis a little benefit of the doubt. Uh, there's just one thing... Actually, no, yeah, so for yours, I think yours is pretty legit. The titles of your uh, sources, of course, that's, like, the first thing that we go to, that uh, we, we like, check. Um, I don't know, it's still a little suspicious that a six-foot kangaroo can jump over the fence. Did they say how tall the fence was? Uh, I did not see that. Okay. Um, Davis, what were your sources again? My sources was a book called Entertainment in the Wild West, and the other was an article specifically about bullfighting bears. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> so you, you had a source that was specifically on the topic yes. of bulls fighting bears. In the Wild West. In the Wild West. But um, then you said one of them says, uh, one of them is a book, right? One's a, one of them is a book. And, and one the, of can them you read like article. the direct source again? Hey, how did you find a book online? No, uh, it was That's from. Crazy. <laughs> it was an uh, excerpt article oh, okay. that referenced the book. So the book was called Entertainment in the Wild West by Jeremy Agnew. And the article was titled The Brutal Bull and Bear Fights of the 19th Century California. Here's by the thing, though hmm. it's a book. Yes. Technically, what well, if it's like a story, like a, out of a novel? Because it just oh. says. Tales of the Wild West. Entertainment. Entertainment of the Wild West. So that could be like a collection of stories that aren't true necessarily. Or it could be a gladiatorial event between bulls and bears. Or some really (laughs) weird fanfic. I don't know. Animal fights have been going on ever since recorded history. Yeah, we still have dog fighting today and cock fighting. Can't you just say rooster fighting? We can't say cock that. fighting. Roosters. <laughs> it's called cock fighting. It's called rooster fighting. <laughs> so I'm pretty much on the fence. I don't know which way to lean. Uh, somebody help push me. Okay, over. I'll push you. It's bum again, again for, for the, the fifth four, time I, I in the row. I can't believe it's bum. You know for the how fourth time. The chances of that. That's a thirty percent chance of me being the fourth in a row. That's better than ten. Can yes. you explain yourself? Explain yourself. All right. So I believe it is Bum's story that is false because Blake why is Bum's fake? Maybe you're trying to find one so then we could get off your back because maybe yours is fake. Man. Wait, yours was the f- kangaroo, right? Yes. Kangaroo. All right. Kangaroos exist in Australia. Yes. Exclusively. Yes. Therefore. I think so. This could be just a generic, uh, a generic kangaroo story that is tweaked to make it sound really crazy. Because really, do you think a kangaroo would, out in the wild, well, no, try to escape and then eat metal at a junkyard? Animals make- do crazy things. I right. didn't look up, like, the behavior of Jerry or why he did that. Yeah, what a dumb Sorry. name. Imagine being called Jerry. With a G. With a G. Yeah, crazy animals... Well, they're not crazy, but animals do weird things. I'm not an animal, so I can't. You sure vouch. about that? Well, maybe we're the animals. <laughs> <laughs>
Continue, Davis. But that's just my main reason. It seems that the sources line up with what your story is saying. But then again, it could just be altered so that it's a clickbait title. Kangaroo found beating up people and eating metal. It's possible. It, they could have put that story, but they just chose right. I, I can't prove either of you guys beyond a shadow of a doubt because they both seem reasonable. And your sources seem to indicate that both of you are telling the truth, which I do not get. But if, if I had to pick between the either two of you, I would choose Bum. Okay. Hmm. So, I guess, final, final round. Tiebreaker, tiebreaker. No, no, okay. Tie you, stop, you're stop the tiebreaker. I am the tiebreaker, that's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, so I, I vote for Davis as the fake story. And I vote for Bum. Just pick. <laughs> We've been at this for, for too long. Ivan, decide now. I'm going to go with the lesser two evils as well. <laughs> It's Davis. Oh no. Davis, Davis. So we have a majority. One, because I don't believe that for a fourth time that Bum could be the false person. And uh, secondly, I think from the titles that entertainment in the Wild West is the easiest to like to mold into whatever story you can. Okay, we have a majority ruling uh, against Davis. So. Me. The reveal, Davis, is your story fake? It is not fake. It's 100% true. So wait, does that mean Bum? Bum's the liar? Guess what, guys? I am the fourth. <laughs> I knew no! It's a 30% probability. <laughs> For the fir- fourth time what in a row, what? I am what? the liar. Yeah, we what randomly pick, right? Who is the who's the faker? And when <laughs> I drew that, that, that false piece of paper, I was like... Oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> but that was really so, good. Yeah, it sounds like it's real. So, yeah, really in a fourth good. time in a row, I am the faker. Once again. You didn't vote against it because you heard about it before, did well, you? Well, I heard it, but I didn't know the specifics. Uh, but okay. it made sense. Yeah, it was hard to find mine. Okay. I was like, man, I'm pretty sure you guys have like heard this before. Like, <laughs> But I actually never heard that. Really. Okay. A dog was paid more than some uh, midgets. Well, the dog and people. the trainer. Individually, yeah. Uh, and they actually did use bull and yeah, they did. bear fights. Yeah, that's insane. Okay, uh, quickly, let's get through um, my story. So, uh, there was a woman that was attacked by a, a wild kangaroo. His name was not Jerry, but he was six foot, and he did not escape from a shelter. The shelter in my story never existed, Ugh. and so did the police officers. Oh, yeah. what? So... Uh, yeah, the only true story is that the woman was severely beaten up by a kangaroo and was sent to the hospital. Mm. And the parts where the police officer, uh, police officer in Australia beaten by a wild kangaroo, uh, by Empire News, that's a fake story. Really? What? So it is yeah. fake. And I got that from Empire News. And funnily enough, Empire News, they're a fake website. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Empire News posts fake uh, news. Oh. As like a satire. Oh. So. I, and it I was, guess that yeah. counts. And so, yeah, that's, that's basically it. You were right that I did uh, string together a crazy story by using general and broad uh, sources. Darn. So, yeah. Yeah, man. That was so, pretty good. Got to remember that Empire News is not a real news outlet. Watch out for Empire News. Well, those were uh, some very interesting stories, all pertaining to the animal kingdom. So if you like us talking about weird stories where two is true and one is fake, 
why don't you uh, like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Yeah, like that button. And uh, thank you again for uh, listening in on to uh, the So There Was podcast on CastBox. Uh, yeah, check us out. And uh, once again, Blue Tape, uh, good, great, uh, holds up my pants, and uh, all my other uh, needs. All my other extremities. <laughs> well, that seems to be it for today. So remember, check your facts and watch your back. Because there might be a kangaroo there. (laughs)